Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is the Thursday after Easter Sunday. In our church here, Easter is not just a single-day festival, but a 40-day season with the risen Lord that leads us to Jesus' ascension and then on to the festival of Pentecost and the gift of the Holy Spirit. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, O God, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Praise to the blessed and holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God who gives us life, salvation, and resurrection. Alleluia. The Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture, and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. You have been born anew through the living and abiding word of God. A reading from John chapter 20. This morning we read verses 19 to 23. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them, and he said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. By evening of the first Easter, the disciples were together, but behind locked doors. They were afraid. Not all the disciples, of course, were there, but many of the disciples. They had heard what Mary had told them. She had seen the Lord. And Peter and John had seen the empty tomb and talked with the angels. But it isn't until Jesus appears among them that they start to get a handle on what this is all about what it means, and what Jesus is doing now that he is alive. Almost as surprising as Jesus is rising from the dead is what Jesus does now, that he is risen from the dead. He appears to them and he greets them. Shalom, peace be with you, peace be upon you. Peace with God is what Jesus gives us first. It is the first fruit of his risen life. And then he gives us the Holy Spirit, the breath of life that has raised him from the dead, He breathes that into us, the breath of life that has sent him from the Heavenly Father 
to bring good news and salvation to all, to bring forgiveness to everyone, he now gives to us, along with his commission, with his work, to bring forgiveness, life, and salvation in his name. And finally, he gives us that power, that power to forgive sins, to bring peace to the earth in Jesus' name. The one who was crucified for us, the one who was abandoned by us, the one who was betrayed by us, the one who was brutalized by us, now appears, still, still bearing those scars, but bringing forgiveness life, and salvation, and then commissions us to spread the good news by announcing that same peace, forgiveness, life, and salvation as God's response to sin, to the crucifixion, and of God's affirmation and vindication of the way of Jesus. It is in this moment that we see the full tragedy of Judas's despair, If only he had returned to the disciples. Can you imagine how Jesus would have loved him, forgiven him, made peace? Because unless you were present with the disciples that evening when Jesus appeared among them, there would be no way that you could know the peace that Jesus gives or the forgiveness that he gives and the mission he entrusts to his disciples to forgive their sins, to forgive the sins of any who repent. Outside this fellowship, there's only our anger and grief and maybe even a desire for revenge. And that perhaps is also one of the most significant revelations of this first night of Easter for us. For Jesus' people, there is never, ever any justification for any kind of holy war or any kind of violence for the sake of our faith or saving our name or saving face. There is no room for revenge either or anything of the kind. The gift that we have been given is the gift of peace. And the offer and commission that we've been given is to bring forgiveness that comes through faith in Christ. And at the same time, we have to notice that Jesus did not appear to the chief priests, nor to the elders, nor to Pilate, nor to the Roman soldiers who beat and crucified him. But he appeared bringing peace to those disciples who had put their faith in God and in him. Jesus in this moment, as he appears risen and living among them, saves them from their despair. He saves their faith. He saves them from the time of trial. He delivers them from evil. His resurrection, then, is vindication not only for Jesus and his faith, but for his disciples as well. Now imagine that. Of all the people in the world, Jesus knows that it is your faith that needs to be strengthened and has chosen you to hear this good news so that you might believe it, so that you might put your trust in him. He has chosen to appear to you in the word and in the sacrament and in this community of disciples. Jesus chose to come to you to forgive you all of your sins to show you his scars and to announce that forgiveness and to give you peace and healing and life and so much more. Imagine that. Imagine that. 
in the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes us and every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. For who else, for what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for the people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, and for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else? For what else do we pray? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. Ever-living God, author of creation, we give you thanks for your gift of water that brings life and refreshes the earth. We bless and praise you, for by water and the word we are cleansed from sin and receive everlasting life. Join us again this day to the saving death of Christ. Renew in us the living fountain of your grace, 
and raise us with Christ Jesus to live in newness of life. For you are merciful, and you love your whole creation, and with all of your creatures we give you glory. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Lord, Almighty God, who gives us new birth by water in the Holy Spirit and forgives us all of our sins. Strengthen us in all goodness. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.